1-800-104-102. Food Feature. 14 minutes after 1 o'clock time for the Food Feature. And all I will start by saying is wholesome, hearty and perfect for this weather. And Karabo Mojabelo, chef in black, is with us in studio. Founder and food connoisseur of All Black Group. Karabo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello there. Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. Firstly, my okay. scuff team is so ready for this weekend. <laughs> Can we start there? I'm happy. I'm Let, happy I could help. Let's talk firstly about your food journey and where your love for food all began. Um. Okay, where did we... Okay, it all started for me. It started after I graduated from culinary school. Um, I think, I think I've always had the passion for it. I think I've always had the heart for food, but, um, I fell more in love with it once I realized how much it allows me to be creative. But hold up. What even made you think that culinary school is something you should go into? Because by the time you are saying, I want to commit like and invest my time and my parents' money or whoever's money to do this thing, there should be something about it that you already know for sure. Um, I can tell you that, like I said, I've always had the the heart for it. I've always mm. enjoyed cooking. We you know when, when mom was preparing dinner, I'd always be there, you know, looking and, you know, maybe chopping an onion here and there. But I think I said to myself, I enjoy this. I know I enjoy this. So I want to expand that. I want to see mm. how I can be better at it. And also because when I left high school, I honestly, I didn't have a plan. I don't want to like. <laughs> I just feel like I'm not like most book. people's stories. Yeah, though. I'm not someone that's really like going to sit down and like put my phone on flight mode and like take notes. I'm not that kind of a person. I think yes. I'm more of a hands on, let me use my hands kind of a person. I'm not a, like a bookie. I'm going to study this. No, I'm not that kind of a person. But so also don't, don't fool those who love food into thinking there is no studying Oh no, involved. there is. Oh no, <laughs> let me tell you. When you have to learn French, yes. <laughs> you have to put that phone on flight mode and you know make those notes. But I think it was easier because it's something I enjoyed. So I was like, you know what, that's okay. Because how are you okay. going to make confit if you don't know How are you going to make confit if you don't know what it is? How are you going to make that sauce if you don't know the ingredients? Yes. So yes. there is some level of, of um, you know, theory that goes into it yes yeah okay so now you went into culinary school was it the most um unexpected type of training because i think many people that go that say i love food and i just knew i wanted to do this thing they don't actually realize how much work it is it's crazy it's crazy you know when you go to culinary school they also like um older people it's not just you know people that are fresh out of high school they are also adults who are you know in training and you know some of you'll hear some of them complain about like okay but now when are we going to do the cooking and stuff like that because it's it's the cooking is only like yeah it's only like 20 (laughs) percent the rest of it is stock taking they teach you how to do stock taking and if you know so you have to count the grains of rice i'm not joking (laughs) i'm not joking you have to weigh it Calculate how much it is. Calculate how much you need for the next recipe that you're making. It's insane. There's also food prepping, a mise en place, where you yes. actually have to go and write down, okay, at 7 o'clock I'm going to start this, and then at half past I need to do this, and then at quarter, you know? So there's a lot of preparing that goes into, you know, being in the kitchen. It's not just about cooking and... You know, there's also cleaning afterwards, which is... Yes. I hate that part. <laughs> I hate that part. So, so it's not just about cooking. There's so yes. much more involved. And I'm wondering... Um, yeah. You know, because I live either on Food Network or HGTV. Me one too. of the two, Me right? <laughs> so, <laughs> when it, on Food Network, when I watch those shows where Chef um, Robert Irvine goes in yeah. and you see 
and this is what made me realize how much work it actually is to be mm. a chef mm. is because just basic things of how to store food like yes do yes. the eggs live in the fridge or do they stay on the counter? Can somebody I say tell fridge. us? You know, so, I so that fridge. kind of yeah. information. <laughs> yeah. So maybe share with us what were some of the surprising things you got to learn about in culinary school that mm-hmm. would make you say, mm-hmm. even though I was talented, I'm glad I went the formal route. Mm-hmm. Whereas many are self-trained, which mm-hmm. is the beautiful thing about the industry. You yeah. can decide, I have a passion for cooking sure. and then go and do that. I think uh, one of the biggest things that I really am grateful for is learning how to store food. That for me is, is I definitely needed that. Um, you know, they teach you about FIFO and how if you buy something, first in, first out, basically. Yes. That's, that's, I think that's something I really, really, really needed to learn. And also um, how to preserve food. Um, and also how to combine certain flavors to make, for example, um, to sustain or to make food last longer. Yes, rather, I think yes. that for me was was really, really, really something I needed to learn. I feel like so. I mean, I, I feel like maybe in like my fifties or something, I would mm. just go in for some culinary course, yeah. so I could learn how to be the queen of meal prep. Yeah, and. For family <laughs> gatherings, when you're cooking for like more than 20 people, yes. because I will avoid cream spinach because I don't know <laughs> when to cook. There's never fresh. You know what I mean? So what is oh, the goodness. one tip you would give to all the home cooks, especially those that love hosting, you know, many aunties, mamas that host people. And then you'll, you'll know, I think my brother went to a, a, a wedding in Limpopo. Yeah. Everybody had food poisoning for a week. Oh, no. Including the bride what and groom. Happened? So guess where they were the whole honeymoon? Oh, Gontu. In the bathroom. Oh, no. Yes. Guys. So there's some basics that I think we could like, especially yeah. with like creamy food, even funerals. Yes. What, what would you say? The biggest thing for me is to always wash your ingredients. Mm. That's very important. Always wash your ingredients, whether it's especially your fresh produce. Always wash it. Always wash your meat. Mm. Um, and um, try your best to clean as you go. That yes. really does help a lot. Clean as you go to make sure that there is no contamination. And I understand that when you're in the heat of the moment and there's a hundred and something people that you need to cook for, you forget to wash your hands after maybe touching chicken. And But yes. try your best to try and you know, keep the food hygiene in your mind element yeah. part of everything. Yes, in your mind. And I would also say, what else would I say? Yeah, I think that's that. Those are the, the tips I would give. Definitely. So when you graduated, was the first option like, okay, I guess I'm applying to a hotel, or were you <laughs> were you already thinking I don't want to work for nobody? <laughs> Funny story. I was actually caught in between. I think kind of God just decided for me, and the people actually decided yes. for me. So after I graduated culinary school, I actually thought that I wanted to go work overseas, you know, and mm. gain more experience. But then immediately after I graduated, COVID happened, right? So I had to change my plans. So then I started documenting my uh, my 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 cooking at home mm. and more people started to take notice of me and I was like okay you know whenever there's a crisis they always say there's an opportunity to make money yes. so I was like okay I'm going to start selling food I just need to figure out what exactly it is that people are yes. talking about right now yes. and that's when I started selling I seafood I hope boils. it wasn't banana bread just oh no you know. everybody oh. was doing that everybody unless, was doing that unless you were making it a drunken banana <laughs> bread I might have been like I'm down for that no shame <laughs> no I think we were all like up to our heads with banana bread <laughs> so 
Uh, yeah, I made seafood boils. That's where it all started. I approached a few influential people and I said, hey, if I make you the seafood boil, will you promote for me? And yes. they did. And it, that's where everything just took off. And more people, when they saw, like, uh, when I prepare something on, 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 my, on my social media and I document it, they would say, hey, I'm having a Sunday lunch for, like, 10 people. Can you yes. please make that stew you made for me two weeks ago? Yes. And that's, that's, how, that's how, you know, Chef and Black came about. Why seafood boil, if I may ask? I mean, it's not a big, like, South yeah, African true. cultural true, true, thing. True, true. It's quite, I know in the States, they it's go a big huge thing. It's a big with thing. It. Why that? Because we're also not coastal. I think we got the influence from, you know, overseas or America. Yes. And it just was a trending thing at the time just like the banana bread yes. there was also like like talks about seafood boys there and I was like okay you know what let me do this and not a lot of people know how to make it to this day yes. so I, I, I you know I was like you know what this is my chance okay so then you started doing that thing yeah and it picked up and you it got did. smart in just collaborating with the right people to yes. also put your business and work out yes. there when did you start saying, okay, I need to formalize this business and have to start putting your mind to the business aspect of it? Um, I think about two, two can I, what are we in? We're in 2023, no? Yeah. I think in 2021. 20, yeah. That's when I was like, okay, we have to, we have to, to do, to make this a more serious thing. Because yes. obviously there is a demand for it. And I was not going to let that opportunity go because yes. it's, 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 I think it's a, it's a very, I was very lucky. I was very blessed. And you, know, you said, bye, France. Don't need I was you. like, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Not bye, completely later. Later. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll see you guys later. Where does the term chef in black come from? Funny, actually, black is my favorite color. Mm-hmm. I think black is very beautiful. And I associate it with elegance. Yes. Most people actually associate black with like, you know, pain and depression and mourning and, you know, suffering. I think it's it's a color of excellence and, and timeless luxury. I absolutely love black. Oh. So I think it only made sense to be chef in black because I think my brand is an echo of all those things. Excellence and, yes. you know, luxury and sophistication. So it made sense to me. And one day somebody has to explain to me why the thought said, Chef jackets must be white, but you're around food. Like, I don't know. I, I don't own does single white. No. Sense to me. No. You're going to make such a mess. Me too. <laughs> me too. It does. I don't own a single white chef jacket because I just, I feel like it's just a waste. And sauces, they, those things stain. Yes. Especially the red ones, those things stain. And I work in catering, so I'm using gas stove sometimes, especially yes. now because of uh, uh, load shedding. So these things have oils and they just get dirty. So I think black is, is, is better for me. So tell us about uh, All Black Group. Yes, that is a uh, conglomerate mm. that does everything food. So in the future, I'm hoping to do um, like restaurants, going to restaurants and you know, small events, intimate events. Um, we also do catering and yeah. And there's also Chef and Black, which is under All Black Group. So how did you pick today's menu, which I have to tell everybody about? <laughs> now, how? Okay, when I said hearty yeah. and just perfect for this chilly weather yes. it is not the meal that you're even like i'm um, cu- counting calories no no it is rich no. and hearty yes. and just comforting for me it reads home yes. what i was pleasantly surprised with so you had your creamy sam yes ma'am. um absolutely yummy and i was pleasantly surprised that your oxtail usually people make it spicy but you actually held back and because i'm not heavy into spices yes and i love that that falling off of the bone 
meat yes. that you're going to be picking out your teeth. It has to. It has to. It has to. And then, of course, you had the corn. Yes, ma'am. So talk to us about the menu that you selected for today and where does that fit in the bigger picture of what your sort of go-to dishes are. So Mm -hmm. somebody says, I would love for you to come over and host a private dinner at my house for yes. 30 what were the the recommended dishes you would put on that on that menu so for me obviously we're in winter right now yes. and it was africa well it still is africa month actually yes. but we celebrated it yesterday um so i uh the the inspiration for the samp came from that because mm. i was trying to you know add that element of you know africa month and oxtail is my personal favorite you know meat i absolutely 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 adore oxtail and also the vegetables i think sweet corn and butternut are very simple uh, vegetables but they're also very delicious so um, I also believe that when I cook I try and keep it simple but make it delicious that's actually one of the stuff that um, all the mottos rather (laughs) that I keep in my kitchen is keep it simple but make it delicious so I think I tried to those were the elements that really inspired my my menu for today what was the secret other than low and slow to the oxtail um, marinade. I, I didn't taste marinade, red. Marinade. I didn't taste red wine. I didn't add it. Yes, <laughs> which means it's safe for my baba to eat. I mean, I know the alcohol well, burns yes, off, but I always yes, just yes, get yes. anxious no, about understand. about that. But it's just, what is the? Do you do the marinating overnight? Yes, is it ma'am. a dry or a, a wet uh, a marinade? It's a wet, a wet mm. marinade. Tell us more. I am. <laughs> Ah, you cannot trick me. So when it, when it comes to the other types of dishes that yep. you love to include on your menus, mm. be it summer, be it winter, be it autumn, what are some of those go-tos? And maybe also share the type of ingredients that you like to play with when they're in season. Mm-hmm. I think for me, when I create my menus, especially for clients, I, I normally like to ask them, what do you like? What kind of flavors? Because you see, for example, you said you don't like spicy food, yes. but the next person might love spicy yes. food. So I try yes. and engage with them and have that conversation. Like, what do you like? I send them a few, you know, two menus normally, two or three menus, um, you know, just so they can also see what, you know, maybe if they are trying to try new things, they can also, you know, have, a, have an experience of that. That's what I would say. So I'm, I'm going to give you a little quiz. Yeah. But only, on, only because... Um, I recently just encountered these particular vegetables okay. and I didn't know what to do with them. So okay. I have them at home. Mm-hmm. I have rhubarb. Mm-hmm. What can I do with rhubarb? That's not a dessert. Oh, that's tricky. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that is tricky. Yep. Um, I would say add it to fish. To fish? Yes. Like as in do you cook it or yes. you keep it, make it like, what are you thinking? I would say, I would say... Maybe create some sort of a sauce with mm. it, incorporate it in some sort of a sauce. Mm. Um, I think it would go really well with fish. Okay. I really, really think fish and rhubarb would, would work. Okay. The yeah. next ingredient I would give is radicchio. Oh, you're challenging me. <laughs> Stuart. In a Stuart. No, the only reason I got these is because... My, my son's birthday party theme was Old MacDonald had a farm. Oh, so I so tossed sweet. somebody to just get a whole lot of vegetables as yes, props. And yes, then the yes, guests yes. got them to, as takeaways, yes. like as their goodie bags, yes. right? So I said the oh, more so interesting sweet. the vegetables, the better. And those are very interesting. Yes. Yeah. So I saw the rhubarb and I was like, okay, uh, my aunt said maybe I must do something with pears and yes. rhubarb and make a dessert yes. tart it's situation. It's absolutely amazing with dessert. And then the radicchio, because I didn't know what to do, yeah. I froze some of it and the others I put in a soup. See? 
Like, yes. But you gave me the You're idea about the fish. I mean, I'm allergic to fish, try. but it, you oh, gave yes, me an idea. You, you gave me an idea. Just As try babes. Just try. You've I'll given, give you given me ideas. I'll leave you something. Listen, <laughs> the food is absolutely delicious. Thank you. Um, um, you, we can find you on the socials underscore chef in black. Yes, ma'am. Underscore. Yes, ma'am. And they can get in touch with you for collaborations. Yes, ma'am. And they can get in touch with you to make sure. Yes. That. Uh, you're preparing food for them. Yes. Because we are down for that. Yes. Um, before you go, why should listeners make sure that they actually use your services? Um, I'm amazing. Okay. I don't <laughs> want to blow my own horn, but I have to say it. I am absolutely amazing. And I think I really put a lot of love and passion. And I think my, my, my recipes are very different. You see, even with the oxtail, it's not like your normal everyday red wine kind of yes. oxtail. I really do go the extra mile to make sure that I do stand out. In everything I prepare. So, yeah, I think I'm quite an experience. Also, guys, if I must say, she's also not bad to look at. I mean, I'm not going to like Girl, you know, she'd be what fine, are you saying? You know, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Chef in Black Carabo Mujapela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the delicious it's lunch that pleasure. you served the team and myself. Scuffed in for me <laughs> at home. It's just after one thirty. Time for the latest eyewitness news headlines. Good afternoon. Thanks, Rile Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. <laughs> you must share. You, you must share. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you because Mongesi has shared. Ah, ah, ah. So it was good, ne? You know it was good. <laughs> I'll give you my reviews. <laughs> Thanks, Rile